The following is pre-recorded and edited severely for broadcast. Opinions presented are not necessarily those of the media outlet in which you are hearing this, but we can hope. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world. Stay tuned. We are taking over your airwaves in three, two, one. Controversial conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo Show, and it all starts now. It's time to crank it up. How's that uh, wine or whatever you're drinking? Well, it's actually tequila uh, and um, and some uh, sort of a margarita drink with iced tea in it. That sounds fun. Well, I understand that uh, tequila is a curative. So here's my question for you, though, Scott. Does it surprise you that? The Democrats are starting to act in a certain way now. No, I hate to say it. I mean, I don't even think a psychiatrist would not even consider jumping out the window if a psychiatrist had to listen to all of the hoopla that the Democrats are spewing. He would definitely be that fast to jump out the window. Well, you know, you've got uh, a lot of them cherry Mm -hmm. pick. Give it time. Um, is now saying fans of pink and um, and so on are kind of a waste, which they are. Uh, pink said basically that people who are uh, still backing uh, what do you call it, uh, Trump, are shouldn't listen to her music anymore. But it's like I started seeing people wearing shirts that had pink on them, and I'm going kind of ridiculous. So I didn't bother listening. I listened to one of her songs. It's like okay, passe, boring. Um, no, a lot of her it wasn't in Russia. About- Trump, sorry, let me correct you. It wasn't about Trump. It was about Pink said, if you are for not for abortion, then stop yeah. listening to my effing blank music. If I'm correct, yeah, pretty much the same thing. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, Bette Midler put out something that's really kind of weird. Uh, women of the world were being stripped of our rights, of our bodies, our lives, even our name. They don't call us women anymore. They call us birth people or menstruators or even people with, with vangi- vangi- vaginas. Uh, you know, so she she's really kind of upset that the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the Supreme Court uh, struck down Roe versus Wade. Uh, you know, it's a lot of weird things going on now. Uh, gas prices are going up because he embraced all these environmentally friendly things and they're just driving up price. And now he's begging, I forget who said that, uh, Russia and some other country try to, uh, you know, give more oil, crude oil and so on. It's like, come on, Biden. And it's the same way with, um, what do you call it? Celebrity. Because mm-hmm. celebrities are really big into putting their voices out. For instance, like Benedict Cumberbatch says that Black Lives Matter, you know, all these celebrities that are backing the Democrats, that right there isn't much of a surprise. More of a, it's kind of a, well, we expect them to do this because we expect them and know that their place as Hollywood, I would hate to say elites, but as Hollywood elites as they are, they're going to back something preposterous. They're going to back ridiculous ideas. I mean, and yes, I like to steal the word preposterous now because of thanks to Joe Rogan. And shout out to Joe Rogan. Although he doesn't want to have Trump on his show. Yeah, and it's, you know, because Joe Rogan, I think sometimes is a really reasonable talk show host. But... People like Rogan, I don't know. You know, it, it's kind of the, you know, it's the elite system now. Well, he, I think that's a good observation because, and very valid, he's, he may be what's called a cultural climb or uh, a culture vulture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he started out uh, about 10, 15 years ago with um, MFA, or MFA, Master of Fine Arts, no, uh, MMA, and when that was starting to be big, now he's jumping into, into conservative podcasts and internet radio talk shows, which are big. Um, you know, I, I, it's not that I don't trust him, but I don't entirely trust him. Yeah, and you you got to imagine it's the same thing. I guess we can talk about Jake Paul or Logan Paul, excuse me. Logan Paul 
said it took me so many years and I and I'm kind of quoting this from what I can kind of see over here on my side. Mm-hmm. It took me a couple of years to realize that I was the problem. And he then continues to spew out acknowledging his white privilege. And he says, if you do not acknowledge your white privilege, you are part of the problem. You are part of the systematic racism. I think there's a new privilege that needs to be acknowledged and looked at, which is, and I don't know what to call it, but it's the people who have the money uh, and access to money. Wealth privilege? Wealth privilege, social privilege. I mean, you know, people like Jake Paul have the money. Logan Paul. As well. Logan and Jake. Yeah, they both have the money from YouTube before YouTube changed a lot of its parameters. You know that because you've been on YouTube, you know, almost as long as I have. But the thing is, because they have the eyes of the public upon them, they are trusted. I mean, you know, they are, I hate to say it in some ways, PR, their own PR machines, their social culture vultures, you know, um, to a small degree. And let's be honest here they are I mean, they are they are a product of their own machine i mean logan paul said that white privilege existed he started acknowledging his privilege but here's what's funny though you look at logan paul he was like you said a youtuber and then he got into boxing now i i'm gonna be honest logan paul you are a joke you're a disgrace to boxers around the world you are a terrible boxer i could beat you in three seconds even if you tried me and third of all you look like we just took a shot of vodka and is trying to make logical tap dance sense with your feet you can't do this i mean i'm sorry but logan paul he sucks at fighting this kid's terrible i know muhammad ali would beat the living out of him all would take a chip boom one done and down he go. Logan Paul would be done. But this kid calls himself a fighter? No. He, he's a wannabe. Just like he's a wannabe YouTuber. Okay? Yeah, I can't say he's a wannabe because that would, that would probably hurt a lot of Logan Paul lovers' feelings. But you got to look at me. There's a difference between me and him. I'm not a wannabe. I'm the kind of guy where I wake up, I'm going to... Excellence. Scott's the kind of guy where he'll wake up, he'll excellence. We both excellence in the morning. And we don't give a damn how hard we work. We do what we do. We don't use our wealth. We don't use any of our mom and dad's money. We don't go out buy fancy cars. We do none of that stuff. And that's the sad thing about Logan Paul and Jake Paul is their jokes. And politically, they have used their voice as supposedly, again, the elite, the political elite. They're only following their leaders, their little cult leaders, Biden, blowhard Biden, and that's it. Well, the uh, it's kind of interesting, uh, Jake Paul, when you talk about him being into uh, football, he recently said that he's a Liverpool fan, singling out the Reds, uh, star Mohamed Salah as one of his favorite players. I'm getting into football more. Well, that's soccer, it's English soccer, they call it football. Uh, Mo Salah is a beast. Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan now. Yeah, it's like... Uh, fine you know it's like it's what's whatever flavor of the month it is basically changes more than uh, nancy pelosi's ice cream freezer how many times did joe biden change his underwear i ain't looked and i don't want to i think jake paul changes everything he does about as much as joe biden and nancy pelosi share with each other i mean let's just be honest here it's like you said the flavor of the month they don't even know how to sit in one spot they what they do is it's just arrogance they're they're trying to be part of the system they're trying to be relevant and i think you know it's just like when joe biden made a meme out of himself with the bicycle when he fell off the bicycle well he became more relevant as a meme than a president so that's sad that that is sad but it's funny well, you know, something we were discussing uh, off air before the show was how difficult it is to get video footage of these things without paying for it. And sometimes paying a lot. Did you notice the uh, House of Representatives is not putting any video of the January 6th hearings on their website, which would make it freely accessible? You have to go through all the 
tier one and tier two uh, journalism outlets. I was getting ready to mention that. I I have a feeling and oh Phoenix Pyro, pray for the victim and the family of Fourth of July shooting. Thank you, man. Yeah, we will be praying for them too. Um, but you know, you did say something, Scott, on the lines of why or how they're not doing it. I partially part of me thinks is that they're not doing it because it's just a circus act. Just like Jake and Logan Paul. They're they're a bunch of clowns just juggling BS in one hand and wishing coins in the other. And they're trying to see which one would get filled up first. Well and if, that's the thing. They they don't they don't I don't think care. They don't but what makes it worse though is that um sorry I'm trying to get my lighting better. Mm. Uh, that's what she said never mind anyway um no she said uh, she was trying to get something else better but it wasn't definitely not lighting party 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 um I, by the way too is, I, I gotta i gotta mention real quick your um i see the comment from phoenix pyro one um the july 4th shootings uh part of me suspicious and wonders if they are constructed uh media events i hate to yeah. say it but i i'm i'm too jaded of a journalist to not ask that question exactly but Here's why I think part of it is that they're not doing it. Number one, if they go public with it, well, I mean, it is going public no matter what. But the thing is, is it's defacement towards Trump and Trump can get them for that defacement, which is very valid because with evidence proven that Trump didn't say on January 6th, hey, let's go riot there's recording evidence that they can replay on that day from most media journalists can replay it because they would have to have an original copy of that in case something gets lost. Oh yeah. Or producers, do. producers do. Oh yeah. Exactly. So it's simple to say that they, the producers would have it, but they're not, no, but they're not going to make it easy and say, Oh, I have some background audio that uh, has President Trump uh, being told something, and he. Uh, uh, this was the time that you guys said he said something that he didn't, and and I have, uh, you know, I didn't use the footage, but I've got this still, you know, this raw footage, and that he says he didn't do it, and da da da, and they're not bringing that forward. No, because what they know is that if they let any Republican get in that hearing. Or if they let allow, because they're not right now allowing any Republican right now to, to stand up and testify. Why? And, uh, because the Democrats are doing this. Because this right there is a push to only put their narratives out there. And what I don't understand, and, and this is the thing that's kind of interesting, and I put this on rightwingmedia.net a few days ago. Cassidy Henderson. Henderson's their last name, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, she's giving a testimony that is, in effect, hearsay. What's up, Kentucky? And I agree with you, Phoenix. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's, it got worse since Biden stole the election. That's almost a fair comment. Um, but in a, if this were a court of law, hearsay evidence would not be admissible. No. Then now you've got Schiff going, oh, we've got uh, added people coming up and uh, yada, yada. And we, you won't believe the testimony coming up. And we're going to bring this to the Department of Justice and so on and so forth. You know, Wait, did you say shift? Bug-eyed shift? Bug-eyed shift, yeah. That people... Shift for seen, brains? Yeah, shift for You're the, I think you're the first one, and, and thank you. But now we're the first uh, news outlet to uh, come up with that bad pun. Thank well, you. well, no, actually, they always call them shift for brains, but do you really? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody's called him bug eyed before, so now. Hold oh, on. I gotta brains. breathe. I gotta breathe. Shift for brains? Okay, let, let me, let me yeah. ask you this. Is shift for brains 
Shift, shift. Shift, shift for brains because shift. his brain shifts. Well, we'll just call him shift for brains because his brain shifts only, back. Wait, his brains only shift back and forth if he is hit by Adam Paul. I mean, uh, Jake in a boxing. No, I think shift for brains boyfriend might have really messed up his brain. Mm, okay. But look, shift for brains. Do you think for brains or shift for brains, whatever you want to call him, do you think he's more reliable than a monkey flowing? Flying turds at a car going 60 mile per hour? No. He shifts for brains is not reliable sort. They, I mean, look at what he did. He literally lied for Hillary Clinton saying that, no, I looked at every single evidence that there was nothing wrong with the Clinton administration. He literally backed Clinton and he lied under oath, which is illegal. It's well, he's illegal. Demo he's Democrats back. Exactly. By the way, so, I apologize. I'm going to have to get another beverage. Can I be right back? Sure. I will too. Okay. And uh, by the way, you are listening, uh, some of, and some of you are watching the Romeo show on rightwingmedia.net. And uh, we'll be right back right after this. Because of Shriners High School for Children, I can play basketball. I could climb stairs. I can write my name. At Shriners Hospitals for Children, love is caring for a child, regardless of the family's ability to pay. If you know a child we can help, visit ShrinersHospitalsForChildren.org. Take the following everyday steps to protect yourself and others. Get a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as you can. If you are not fully vaccinated, wear a mask in indoor public places. Children under the age of two should not wear a mask. If you are fully vaccinated, wear a mask in indoor public places if you are in an area of substantial or high transmission or if you have a weakened immune system. Stay six feet from others who are not part of your household. Avoid crowds and poorly ventilated spaces. Wash your hands often. Cover coughs and sneezes. Clean high-touch surfaces daily. The risk of severe COVID-19 increases as the number of medical conditions increases in a person. COVID-19 vaccination and protective measures are important, especially if you are older or have multiple or severe medical conditions. Vaccination, wearing a mask, staying six feet from others, and washing your hands often are important protective measures if you are older or have certain medical conditions. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them and clean all surfaces that are touched often like counters and doorknobs every day for more tips visit cdc.gov for the most accurate health information visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO oh, sleepy creepy joe i agree that is a perfect name for him pyro <clears throat> Well, I mean, let's be honest, though, Phoenix. Biden really doesn't need help for getting a lot of things. He does that perfectly well by himself, okay? I'm just saying. he He's doing perfectly fine for getting things by himself. Oh, yeah, for sure, Mindy. M Midwest, you're right. There are so many names. I can come up with Crusty, rusty, crusty old man. Sharp for brain, sharp pudding, sharp yolk of pudding. Oh, howdy. <laughs> Now, for you, those that didn't see what Scott just walked into, I just took a quick lick of my... Okay, I just ate some of my tapioca pudding, and I had some on my face, and I had my back away kind of from the camera, and as soon as Scott walked in, I turned around very slowly, just waving at him. And it, you can get kind of the very dirty sexual reference. Oh, and you know I've got to... Uh, remember that, that this would be a, a really good promo piece, a really good video promo piece for, you know, I can just see it now for your show. Um, it's like, you need seriously, 
There's help, Robio. I, I can just say now, we started right before before the piece. If you need serious help, listen to the Romeo Hill show. Oh, that just looks wrong. No, but that's totally but it was just perfect it's just uh the piece of the tapioca just dropped you know you know <laughs> perfect. Just, yeah it just it was organic and uh perfectly unrehearsed and it just worked perfectly nice and visually whatever yes may a rabid camel spit in your general direction sir and as, uh, yak. may a yak yak on <laughs> yes and yaky yak yak as Phoenix Pyro once said, that ain't even right, Romeo. Yes, that's correct. And, it, and it's worse because... Oh, I know. When you didn't rehearse it and it fell down, tapioca, it was perfect. You know, and you try to redo it and it's like, God, he's digging so really badly. In. <laughs> you know, it's like the old line in the Marx Brothers. Um, uh, when Groucho Marx and his brothers were on a a, uh, uh, a ship, a rich, they had snuck onto a, a, a sailing ship, cruise ship. Mm -hmm. And they were in a really bad cabin, though, that was being remodeled. And they cut, oh, yeah, you got red face, <laughs> red mouth. <laughs> anyway, so they, uh, the one guy goes, I've. Uh, let me in, sir. I've come to hang the wallpaper. And Groucho goes, yeah, you got to hang yourself. Just remember, Scott, I, I'm a male, a female, and a male is trapped in a male's body. So basically, I identify as a lesbian. A lesbian in a male's body. Yep, pretty much. Remember the movie MASH when they... Oh, they, dear they, God, they, no, cleaner. No, 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 wait. Where they harass the nurse and she finally goes, and how do you want your steak cooked? My question would be, and what nail polish color are you going to wear? <laughs> you know, so... But Going know, back to yeah, to anything, anything but a Robert Altman film, right? Going back to the uh, uh, March Brothers, uh, we yeah. got to do a quick toast. Oh, okay. Uh, Dixie, because without Dixie, Dixie ain't Dixie. And yes, indeed, as we once said, Dixie wouldn't be Dixie without Dixie. Dixie, cheers. That was really a Marx Brothers. And I remembered it. Are you surprised? I'm surprised with the amount of addictions and other things that you've encountered in your life. You're able to remember and much of anything. You know. Midwest wheel warrior, wheelchair warrior says, okay, I'm reserving a padded room and one of those self-hugging jackets for you, Romeo. Thanks, Mindy. Phoenix Pyro says, throw pudding up against a window door to see how on it takes to slide down um you know that that while you're thinking about that that reminds me of the old um commercial cartoon for a uh, some lollipop and you have an owl going you know somebody asked me how long it takes to uh stop a uh blah 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 get to the center of a lollipop how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie roll pop one two <laughs> Three. Yeah, yeah. Well, he ate it. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I can just see it. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be great to have? Uh, you know, how how long does it take a uh, Democrat not to uh, self indict? Uh, you know, to uh, you know, how long does it take him to uh, not say something that's going to get him put in jail? To oh, about now. Okay, that didn't look. Good. Yeah. So, but. No, I mean, honestly, you got to think about all the same though. Midwest Wheelchair Warrior says, "Welcome, you're welcome, hon. Anytime, anything to be on your to be of assistance to you, sir. Well, thank you and sit and spin, baby girl. She just wants to see more of your pudding. What about you, Wood? Not at this point. I definite turn off. It's like the old, um, it, uh, you remember that, uh, oh God, you're incorrigible. See, this is what happens when a uh, political, you know, person comes into an entertainment news show and it's just like, we just go, F it, whatever, you know. But uh, remember there was that, uh, <clears throat> That old routine that Mike Douglas, who was a talk show host in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. and he had Phil Donahue and, and Margo and Mar Mar Marlo Thomas on. Okay. And, and he, so he, he did this contest occasionally with people who came on the show. And he goes, okay, guys, let's let's show how 
actors do spit takes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so finally he got, he would say something. And then, you know, when somebody was drinking water or so on it, people would just, you know, the water or whatever. And so uh, Phil had, Phil Donahue had just broken up hysterically, something, whatever. And then they go to his new wife at the time, Marlo Thomas. And uh, Mike Douglas goes, Marlo's pregnant. And she just goes, <laughs> All over. I mean, it almost hit the camp. And I'm hoping that what you're doing is not going to hit the camp. Oh, too late. Well, it hit my hands. I mean, it's not wiggling. I mean, uh, well, that's a good thing that it's not wiggling. And for those of us who who are listening after the fact on Acast and Podchaser and uh, so and so and so and so, he's talking. He would put his finger up to the camera. That was not something else that was not wiggling. That something else is probably wiggling anyway. And from what I understand, it's rather limp and flaccid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you care to indulge in a, another abusive substance that we happen to get into? Oh, I just happened to have, and I went to the, uh, yes, oh, uh, the uh, liquor store that's reasonably priced. In fact, they, they give me breaks on, um, so those of you around 32nd Street and uh, Greenway, and be sure to check in place. Can I hear this? Can you hear this? I don't know, but. Um, sorry, hold on, Scott. I gotta wipe that mess off that you made on my face from the break. What? I mean, sorry. <laughs> I did not make any mess on your face. <laughs> I mean, dude, you're a good bro, but uh, no, I'm not I'm any messes on your face nor anywhere else on your body. <laughs> I'm gonna get a spectacle from that. Fuck. <laughs> oh. drinking anything at that point. It'd be the Marlo Thomas. Marlo's pregnant. <laughs> You know, I, I can just see it there. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Scott, we also it with your child. <laughs> what? Now, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I had to tell you while we're at it, the, uh, you know, there's certain things that us guys do, shall we say, relieve the stress of day-to-day life when women are not available. And, you know, yes, yes, that uh, that thing too. Um, yeah, Midwest, yeah, thanks. I'm now wearing my Pepsi, says uh, says your lovely lady. Uh, oh, my Lanta, thank you. <laughs> and she's pleading the fifth, God, thank you. But anyway, um, uh, you know, oddly enough, that drawer where I got, uh, where the scorpion was, is where, um, let's just say, some very appropriate fitting uh, shorts are kept and just think had I put those on for uh, self-gratification or other needs uh, you know I mean in the middle of the night suddenly you you know you're having this wonderful dream about uh, gorgeous women and so on and you wake up and realize they're not there and you go well you know gee I'm gonna have to take matters in my own hands literally and figuratively and uh, you know I mean just thank heavens I did put those shorts on that point you know that'd be about as absurd as that uh, cowboy hat your the uh, rodeo you went to a few months ago. well the, you know scott now that we're talking about self-gratification okay. um just for all the viewers um how do we say this uh probably very it, poorly well not in poor taste like that tapioca pudding was yeah. dealt um let's just say uh i'm going to self-relieve the way that i came into this world well, you know, I I don't know. Let's just say that uh, there's always there's you know it, there's always an inner and an outer in every party. <laughs> Let's see. I've got most of my whatever back here. I'm still going to use this other hand to open the can. What did you think I was going to open? A whole new can of worms of a conversation we probably didn't want to go into. And by the way. The callback is in your court. Your turn, Skippy. Skippy? Skippy's a kangaroo. Um, I'll think of something eventually. Don't worry. You'll think? Which I'm going to be wondering which head you're sitting in. I can already have a feeling. <laughs> you can't see me. No, that's like shock value. You know, I'm waving my hand in front of my face going. Oh, I thought you were doing a... No, not no, not since John Cena uh, gave a very pro-sympathetic talk to some Chinese investors and PR people about a year or two ago. No, I don't like. Oh, uh, I don't think he might like us anymore either. Yeah, because we don't give uh, money to. D- 
uh, and to uh, oh this is a, this is really annoying I used to be able to just really easy let's try it anyway that's what happens when a native dwelling creature bites it stings you you lose some grip strength and power I'm just going to my right hand well there you go for pleasurement tonight mm-hmm. left and righty left and righty da, 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 da. that sounds like seen as oh no not seen as see oh this is embarrassing <clears throat> What's more embarrassing is watching. I don't know how to explain this on camera. <laughs> oh, that looks cool, that hat. Okay, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. Well, it must be this Arizona sun that's making it difficult to get the uh, cap off, you know. What? <laughs> oh, good, it came off. You know, it's always wonderful huh? when it comes off. Oh, what was splurting from your lips? Down? Don't ask. Don't, don't, don't ask. Just roll with the punches here, partner. Just roll, roll with, with the, the punches. punches. What is this, Broke Back Mountain or something? Jeez. No, it's Biden Bareback Mountain. Biden That's bear. right. Biden is so into sniff for, for brains or shift for brains that when they go cowboy riding, it's like chewing a can of snuff. It's just soft and tingly. And it makes me just want to go. You know, I saw um, uh, I saw Jake Lillenhall on the uh, what is that TV show? Let's see, British talk show. Oh, oh is it Graham, the Norton Graham, show? Gra- yeah, Graham Norton. And you know, Graham is uh, from what I understand from Scotland. And he's gay. Yeah, Scotland or Wales or Ireland, one of those countries on the the west side of. Uh, you know, northwest side of, uh, wasn't Wales, because you, you can understand it. That's a British joke. But yeah, he is gay. And uh, they all have these uh, great stories. And Jake Gyllenhaal gets on this. And he's, you know, basically a real mainstream American guy. You know, he's not. Wait, yeah. let's up backward. Did you say he's from Wales? No. He, no, I'm saying that Graham Norton is not from Wales. And that's a joke, because everybody in the UK who's a comedian saying- goes, yeah, goes, Wales, nobody can understand them. No, I was going to say, if he's from Wales, then I wonder if I met his mom, because the last time that was his mom that I met, I sure as heck had a whale of a good time. <laughs> oh, There's an H there missing. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it's jokes like that just just makes me wonder why didn't the scorpion just hit about here in the main juggler? Get it over with for me. Well, no, that's not nice, guy. You can't do that. Oh, I could if I was lucky. Why? Why would you do that? Then I wouldn't have had to hear that second joke of yours. But anyway, uh, oh my God! Now you've got those uh, Chicago, that deformed Chicago Bulls mask along with a. Uh, Western hat. I like, I like comedy before. You know, they say comedy is not pretty, but this way is got Where did you hey. get that mask anyway? Oh, I, I got it when I went to a monster truck camp. A what? Monster truck camp. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I can't breathe, man. Yeah. I was trying to hold my. I wasn't trying to get my. <laughs> trying to not get my dip that I had in my mouth out of yeah, I'm going to have to download this and edit the hell out of it. No, we should just leave it like this. Well, you said you wanted to. Okay. <sighs> yeah, watch me start getting emails. Um, thank you for having hosted your show with us. No more. Oh, yeah. Dang. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, no. even though you are comedy and you're, you're real humor, you're organic, you know. Thank you. Even though that's your word. Would you like to explain, Scott, real quick to... Oh, God. Well, see... Please... Uh, Story time, story time, story time, story time, story time. And you're going to leave this part in. Yeah. Well, in another lifetime, not too far long ago, um, Romeo and I had met at a conservative protest. And a, uh, and uh, that's all I'm going to say, it was a conservative protest of of a um, consumer product? Yes. I remember the consumer product, by the way. Yeah, beverage. But no, I meant the beverages. I meant the how I stole the word organic. Yeah. Well, anyway, years later, we uh, found each other because he'd seen my comedy and I'd seen his, and I go, he looks vaguely familiar. I want to still beat the living daylights out of him. I think he does me too. And we and we became solid friends. And he mentored me in 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 being more creative. He does. This is something I have not complimented. Hmm. 
There we go. You've mentored me, actually, in being more creative. And something I really, it's high time, I think, publicly. But uh, you... That's the only hand, thing I've gotten out of him. I, I appreciate that. But uh, I mentored him on things like amping, ramping up and amping up his video presence. And a few times, acting, big, okay? But, uh, and technical things, and I turned him into a journalist and big, okay? But, um, I oh, I'm buzzing. I forgot where I was going with this story. Oh. You're, you're explaining how I stole your word or... Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. But anyway, uh, he decided uh, to ask me because I really tend to overanalyze my videos and his, um, you know, and I've had some classes in acting and stuff like that. Um, I'm really good. Anyway, um, about acting theories and things like that and how I construct my jokes and how I did some of my old school videos and stuff like that. And I used the, and I, and I explained that you have to come across believing and understanding the premise and the jokes. It has to look organic, real. And ever since I used that word organic, it has haunted me or rather uh, Romeo has haunted me with that usage of the word organic. Uh, uh, should I leave it in the dip? Then? Yes. Okay. Leave it in. You just want to see me turn into a blithering idiot. I know what's going on. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> which is not too far from reality, but um, <laughs> yes. And uh, organic blathering idiot, shall we say organic blathering and blithering idiot. Yeah. But uh, ever since that, uh, well, I had to dig that up and find that, but uh, I've got that somewhere on my computer, but uh, wasn't it also in an interview that I did? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was an interview to, did with me trying to get me to analyze and explain my comedy. It's like, God, I didn't realize I could be this deep. You, you're, you're like, can I say with respect, with all due respect, you're like a poet when it comes to being able to go deep into analyzing yourself. Leave it in. Don't spit it out. Too late. I'm going to have to get back to my beverage. Oh, I still got mine in. Well, that's what she said. You're kidding. Yeah. What she would say. But, um, no, you're like a poet. When you get into analyzing yourself, you get deep. But... You tend to sometimes overanalyze yourself to where you are so crucial. Well, you're so critical, critical. of yourself. You're so yeah. hard on yourself. You beat yourself up. Well, here's the problem. Back in college, way back in the day, about 20, 20 years ago, I took a class in what's called semiotics of performance. And it's like I can give you the boring overanalyzation of, you know, everything. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to be boring. I don't want to bore your listeners any more than report already. No, they're, they're fine. Okay. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, Scott does really good work. He trained, and I thank you for the compliment, too, though, because, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do this. And how did you, let's go back to how you originally found me on YouTube. What What was it that, what video did you find me on? It was actually some video, and this is where, you know, the truth of Romeo comes out, that he's a real person. And that's why he is being organic, actually, to him, too, uh, with his comedy. But uh, he's real, and he learned how to be even more real and even stereotypically funny beyond that. <clears throat> it wasn't just me. I, I might have been natural with it. I don't know. That, too. But, but do, uh, you, do you remember what video was it? Was it, like, a dip video, or was it one of my... Oh, yeah. Satirical it, video. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> mm, sorry. Apples no. and rutabagas. Yeah. In their case, apples and rutabagas. Uh, but, I uh, see the source is strong with this one. But uh, no, it's it's a, a definite compliment. You, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, teaching you some of the additional basics of performance art, not, not bad, not difficult to do. But you got me to connect with some of my uh, being more realistically funny sometimes helped out. Well, I think you're more realistically funny than I. You have, uh, dare I say, more. Dare, dare, dare. Don't push me. I will do it. Do it. It, do it. it could get far out. Okay. Um, you have more of an understanding with how to present things. You, Even though you, a hundred times I will get asked, and this is what really kind of, I'm not meaning to nitpick and say, oh, this is bad annoying, but it, it gets annoying because he always asks me, how did I do? How did I sound? Do I sound like I'm just a blabbering, bluttering, biting dust particle? And I always have to reassure him, no, actually, you do a lot better than I do because you're able to understand a concept and pick it up and 
run with it and then or go into one of your should i say your not your bipolar not bipolar maybe your celebrity split personality routines that you have yes and you run with it i i don't i don't have that ability oh yes you do yes you do only thing i do is look at the camera and go yeah the camera look and that was another thing that he that Scott mentioned, I think a long time ago, he, he talked about it. He was saying, Romeo, work a little bit on your camera presence. Other than that, you're pretty good with it, but just yeah. do a little bit better with it. And I never thought anything of it. I thought my camera presence was okay. It was up to snuff. But now, because of Scott, I've got it 10 times better. And you don't get people uh, picking at your performance that way. And those that do are actually liberals who are trying to knock you. And I... And, you know, I I have a record of, I guess you could say, for making comeback videos or making videos that respond to them, that rip them a new hole. I, I, I don't know what my record is or stand for. Any of my viewers can probably tell you my records because they would know better than I. But oh, any, anybody knows better than you do. Thanks. I mean, but no, seriously, in all honesty, you, you have a way of telling me, hey, look, what you got to do and you need to do it so that it's better and i adjust and adapt and i think that's kind of what brought me into right-wing media and i don't know how many years now i've been doing this um i i don't even know where to begin i mean at the beginning i didn't think that i would get this big without scott i mean it took scott and all my viewers and you guys 157 subscribers to actually or 250 or whatever subscribers that i have to get up there and you guys have helped me and especially scott i mean i wouldn't have been able to do the tapioca pudding skit just three a few minutes few seconds ago without being able to look at the camera and satirically try not to burst out laughing without being able to have that camera presence where I could turn around and go and just Scott instantly break. It, it's almost, what is it? it it's like um, Harvey Corman and, and uh, Harvey Corman and Scott. Yeah, Tim Conway. Yeah. It's almost like Harvey Corman and Tim Conway between me and him. Well, I know. And, and Harvey Corman was mostly uh, based on script comedy. But then when he got around Tim Conway, who was able to do a lot of things just improving uh, and would break people up on the Carol Burnett show, uh, so, it, it took it took Harvey to a new level, too. So what would you be then, Scott? I'm probably uh, a Harvey Corman um, with a bit of Tim Conway. And you're more like a bit you're a, a Tim Conway who's just hitting the stage. And um, you don't I don't think you realize it. Uh, but you are funnier than you've ever been. I don't really think of myself as funny. I consider myself more serious, I think. Mm -hmm. But you've mentioned before a lot of times on my show, I guess, that there is a serious Romeo. And a mm -hmm. lot of you guys have not seen it. But that one video where I almost quit definitely proved how close I was to breaking. Oh, well, uh, on the video that, uh, and you remember this one, um, where we're doing the uh, Trump 2022 election results, and you, you just you just folded. You couldn't deal with it for a while. No, it was hard. Because mm -hmm. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, love him or hate him, Joe Biden's like hemorrhoids. It's just the hey, hemorrhoids well, you don't want. What hemorrhoids do you want? I mean, it's like hemorrhoids are like nasty tissues around the uh, your nether region. It's like just coming out and being itchy and scratchy and yucky and smelly and droppy. And, you know, you, I thought that was dingleberries from not showering for a, a month. Uh, your turn. If Nancy Pelosi is a guy, then we got problems. Well, actually, if she is a guy, then we do have big problems because she's got a lot of creamy uh, white ice cream in her freezer. Do you know what it's like to have a bunch of creamy white ice cream in your freezer? You do? Wow. I wonder how, you, how that happened. I'm a guy. I'm supposed to have creamy ice cream. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about ice cream. Of course. I was going to ask you, uh, Scott, do you like hot dogs or 
weenies. Um, well, you know, during the 4th of July, I was tempted to bring some hot dogs to work uh, to, you know, make a thematic little party for myself. Of and course. Friends, but I decided not to. Yeah, decided not to. Instead, I had uh, creamy uh, potato salad and uh, burritos. It's not what you call your hot dogs. Creamy potato salad. Oh, those and- were... Those were separate. The potato salad had nothing to do with, with the uh, with the burritos. I mean, the burritos did not trigger the potato salad. Uh, good, but the question is, the mayonnaise in there, you know, did you use Jiffy Whip or did you... No, I did not use Jiffy Whip uh, or actually, you know, it's it's awkward because Jeff did have a, a recall of some of his peanut butter. Yes. Creamy brown things can be very unsanitary. And the big question here we would all like to know is, how would you know that? Please do explain that one. And check in, mate, my dude. Yes, good. <clears throat> come on. Come on. We want to know. Um, no, you, 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 put me, you put me against the wall. That's good. That's very good. Uh, your turn, I believe. Midwest uh, Wheelchair Warrior says, oh, this took a serious dark turn. You think? This is what we call the callback game where me and him are doing he'll make a comment and then he'll call back on me then i'll call back on him and i believe it's your turn go well, it's been Hello. and he just has a bunch of creamy stuff on his face now and to which is licking it off and it's falling off you know this oh i've got to i've got to take this video little chop it up here and there and uh and oh, oh no Oh no! I actually, I actually, I, I've got to uh, explain that. Uh, oh, oh, okay. We've got the poison control people calling. Here we go. Hello. Yes, thank you for calling back. Um, yeah, the uh, sting is. Um, it, it appears to be getting some of the feeling back in the uh, finger that was uh, stung by the scorpion. And he's getting feeling in many other places more than. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you for calling me back. That was the local poison control people wanting to make sure that uh, I hadn't died yet. Good. Huh. Hi. I, I think I dealt with that. I'm just going to listen to the entire show once I download it and, and just hit the, the uh, bleep button and just get ready for it all continuously. You could be on America's Got Talent. No, 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 no. Uh, I think the Kentucky Dead Man said it very well. 911. 811. 811 is information. 911 means we need to take you in somewhere. And believe me, you need to be taken in. More worse than one. Uh, we'll talk about this later. Okay, I'm going to go in there and wait for you to and my pronouns are bang, bang, pow. Just like your sexual proclivities. Well, my thing down here identifies as FMJ, a full metal jacket. What is this, uh, Patriot Radio? Welcome to KFMJ, you know. Yes, my freaking JJ. Oh, speaking of that, um, can I do that parody uh, thing that people are going to have to imagine, but... Um, about the uh, Jan- yeah, about the January sixth. Uh, you know, we were talking about off air about this that the January sixth uh, hearings are so almost theatrical. You know, they've got the big screens and you know all these pre-recorded uh, bits coming in and so on. And go ahead. I, can I do that that fake promo? Please go ahead. Coming up next from the House of Representatives, it's the January sixth hearings with. Adam Schiff and a variety of other people who have bug eyes and not, including Cassidy Henderson and a lot more people. Chrissy Hines and not Chris, whatever. Chrissy, what, what's it? Whatever her fake, whatever her name is. What, what is her name anyway? The chair of that thing. They're the one of the few Republicans. I forgot what they call her. Oh, let's look at what they call it. Uh, chair of January six hearing. Okay, let's look it up. Uh, who is the chair? Chairman? No, it's a chairwoman. Bernie. Liz Cheney. Okay, here we go. Okay. Chaired by Liz Cheney and many, many more. Coming up next, you know, I mean, I I, I just, I've got to do, I would really like to do if, you know, once I get my, my uh, full range of motion back uh, in my hand and arm, I would really love to do some joke uh, thing like that, you know, sort of like the line, along the lines of uh, SCTV, you know, when they did uh, uh, Battle of the Net- of the PBS Network Stars, you know, it'd be funny, you know, 
yeah, you should do that, man. That was pretty damn impressive. You literally made me think that I was listening to a three-second infomercial. Yeah, might but, as well go off on that subject. Yeah. Oh, you can go off on uh, practically anything. But um, that's what a uh, couple of females have said. But here, Teddy, 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 oh, Teddy. Oh, not again. <laughs> I actually ha- may have a girlfriend. She doesn't know it yet. Let me grab her then. Uh, no, it's not. It's not the bear. Hi, baby. Oh, hi. You again. <laughs> Sounds like that old movie uh, with Shelley Duvall or no, Shelley from uh, What's Her Face from uh, from Cheers. Hey, come here, kiss. Come here, kiss. You know, that, you know. No, I'm I'm straight as an arrow and straight as my uh, pen, uh, as a pencil. About as, uh, wait, wait. Romeo, let me take this one, please. And about as thin pencil I've heard. Uh, bro, you're supposed to be on my side. What the? F- I gotta be honest with what I've heard. Just like Cassidy Henderson. That, that's a callback to that, uh, la- la- you know, that lady who's. Uh, oh well, the the Secret Service agents told me everything and yada yada. And I'm just I, I'm just reporting it, committee. You know. Thanks. Speaking of that, you know, there was a uh, character, a fictional character in the 1980s on NBC named Alf. Yes. And he wa- liked to eat cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know did you know I can do an impression of him? Mm-mm. Hey, Willie, I'm from the planet Melmac, and you haven't seen your cat, have you? When I get done with dessert, you won't. <clears throat> not funny. But, you know, what I'm, I'm looking forward to not, is, like, the last show you did, it, you know how, can we, can I tell the audience how long it took to edit that? Oh, dear Lord, it probably took you forever. Well, I wasn't part of it, so I didn't really have an intimate knowledge, and I'm just listening going, oh, gasp, uh, every 30 seconds. It took about nine hours. Yeah, this will be much less, especially when I take out dead silences. And there was a whole bunch of, um, uh, what do you call it? that crosstalk in the background. Oh, yeah. Well, thank God I can't play the Rocky Horror theme and run around in my boxers. Otherwise, it would be, I could probably top that Rocky Bullwinkle shit. You have a Rocky and Bullwinkle pair of boxers. No. No. That's okay. We don't want to see that. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> oh god See, this is why Romeo gets stupid sometimes no the do you remember the cult classic rocky horror picture film of course that damn damn it how do you yeah. do man i've seen you've met my favorite handyman okay that one not anymore that's that one yeah yeah so if i what i was thinking of doing at one point for next Halloween, I was thinking of doing a uh, a skit mm-hmm. where it's like Rocky Horror Picture Film, and then do like, how do you do? I'm Joe Biden, man. Have you seen my brain, man? You know, the thing, man. Actually, you know, there's another um, Tim Curry movie you ought to do, Clue. Oh, yes. And okay. it's like, remember that scene where Eileen Brennan uh, played Mrs. Purple or, or Violet? Miss or Peacock. Or Peacock, yeah. yeah, whatever. And Tim Curry goes, Yes, Kentucky, many, if you want up, you can. Go ahead. Uh, how many uh, 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 of other women's husbands have you had? And uh, how, or how many husbands have you, have you had? And she goes, Mine or otherwise. Yikes. Oh, yeah. I mean that 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 movie is hysterical at the end, and then uh, I mean throughout the whole thing. I mean T- Tim Curry has really difficult dialogue to learn and present. Well, and what's weird is that they made so many alternate endings to where three or four. Tim, of them. Yeah, where one of them was where Tim Curry was the actual killer, the murderer in the movie, and then it was Miss Peacock, Miss Mustard, Colonel Mustard, Ma- Colonel Mustard. The uh, I can't remember half their name, but oh, we got Kentucky up here. Okay, hello, hey Kentucky, what's up? Thank you for joining the Nut House. Y'all want to make my new girlfriend? (laughs) And by the way, he was showing death, I can't, which from what I have heard is probably larger in diameter than many things otherwise that he could have had in his hands. True, (laughs) and I packed a little that I wore to get a contract. We're packing dip. Well, have you seen, um, you know, Romeo was having things come out of his lip earlier. You've seen that, of course. No, I don't think I was in here for that. Oh, you'll you'll have to see the, the replay, which I'm sure he's going to post. And I get to do the editing of the audio.
video, so wish me luck. Um, Nine hours coming. <laughs> I'm expecting longer, um, which is what some of Romeo's girlfriends have said, too, from what I know. Uh, well, that's not what your girlfriend told me, Scott. What'd your bear say? Well, my bear just, she's a bear. You know, she can't bear the sight of me. What? Here's that was a good Romeo, callback. Here's what Romeo ought to be dipping. Oh, hell no. I don't be dipping Copenhagen. Yeah. It's Copenhagen straight. No. And they're also doing five cans, five codes. Now, that's, that sounds like a Department of Justice thing. Five cans, five codes. You have five, can, five cans of illegal substances. We'll give you five codes that we'll put you in jail for. That is frightening. I mean, I mean, you think that's frightening? I mean, it's like the Department of Justice is going, hey, we don't want to hear this January 6th hearing. We can, we can, you know, figure things out on our own. We don't need this inept little PR show, this little stunt. Okay, guys, go ahead, turn yourselves on, please, but we'll take care of any prosecution. Okay? Okay. Well, no, there'd probably, I'm sure a lot of people would rather be listening to three hillbilly white cracker hillbillies be doing some weird and make a complete mockery of ourselves rather than listening to the propaganda of the January 6th. Yeah, well, here's the, here's the propaganda. So, uh, Miss Henderson, uh, what did you hear that was told to you by another uh, Secret Service agent that there's no verification for? Could you go ahead and tell us firsthand? You know, that's, well, that's what they're doing. That's what it sounds like. I can't. Into the White House. It's just so wrong what you're doing, trying to, you know, it's good. Trying to bring it looks like a plug to tobacco, to be honest. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't taste like a plug of tobacco. For some reason, my mouth feels all clean inside now. <laughs> I'm sure I feel clean more than one. Keyboard. I'm not Catholic, I'm Church of Christ. Oh, you're Mormon? No. no, the other Church of Christ. That, which You're is originally a, from Tennessee, ain't you? Yes. Those Church of Christ is like you see in oh, Tennessee okay. and Kentucky, not the Mormons. Okay, Actually, well, I was going to say. And if anybody's curious, I'm Lutheran, which has uh, almost as much guilt as um, Catholics and Jews. My ancestors was Huguenot. Those are renegade Germans, right? Renegade Germans and French, mm -hmm. both. So you Some guys, uh, so you basically, your ancestors uh, got friendly um, and busy all over the uh, all over Europe until we settled in the United States, and then we got busy growing tobacco. What about you, Romeo? Yes, what about you, Romeo? What about me? I'm sitting here being innocent as ever. I'm trying. <coughs> innocent? You're <laughs> get busy with tobacco. The fuck? Scott, it sounds like you're getting busy over there with that soap. I mean, the way he was bent over, it kind of looked a little weird. I know this might sound bad, but I wish I could get my, my ex back. Your what back? My ex. Well, um, I don't. You know, you just mentioned that after uh, we discussed soap. So I don't. I really would hope that you're not ho anticipating getting your ex back by using soap. That may not be the uh, best way to do things. No, I. I mean, I know I can't get her back. She's done got another man. Okay, that's, and that's I don't very feel, important. And I don't feel like eating a knuckle sandwich. But Romeo's girlfriend's back up. Well, it's very good that something is back up with him. Then I had a problem with that, Doc. I, I dated a girl. I dated a girl once that her family was originally from Chicago. And her last name was Beliski. Beliski. Yeah. And that means what? It's a Polish last name. And that means what? She's half Polish and half Mexican. Okay, so your turn to flesh that out with a joke. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Well, I can just see it now. During uh, Cinco de Mayo, she's probably got some uh, great pierogies. But, uh, and by the way, What's did pierogi? she... pierogi? is a uh, potato 
a savory potato dish that's uh, Polish. Did she have is it kind of like gumbo? No, no, it's not. Gumbo is a soup. Pierogies are like uh, stuffed with potatoes and they're kind of dumped. Did she have nice dumplings? I, yes. And so did you ever eat her dumplings? Yes. Oh, you did <laughs> eat her dumplings. Were they on the table or <laughs> elsewhere? I mean, it, you know, al fresco, uh, maybe besides the kitchen and dining room? Yeah, elsewhere. And she lived in a, what used to be a college dorm that they turned into apartments. <laughs> So, Animal House, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it ain't a college apartments anymore. It's just right. regular apartment. Mm-hmm. That's very important. <laughs> that might be better than two of my exes. They was former, uh, well, they had former things that I don't want to talk about on here in their past. Good, because this is going to, you know, we've already got the bleep setting is, is going to be automatic pretty much on most of this when I get to edit. Uh, Romeo, by the way, 10 hours at least, probably? <laughs> well, I'm trying to hit for 24. Okay, let's re- let's get it then. Let's get it then. Oh, great. Now I can't even get a word out until he's quiet for Go ahead. just a second. No offense. Me I was neither. wanting to ask Scott and you a question. How long have y'all been in journalism? Uh, can I take this first, Romeo? Please. Uh, I got my degree in broadcast journalism and production in 1989, and I've been freelancing doing uh, mostly uh, commercials and TV shows, little, little local stuff uh, since then. And then I've done okay. some, started doing YouTube in about 2008. And um, uh, let's see, YouTube or uh, net is now since 2019. So that answers that question. You ever heard of uh, gang stalking before? No. What is gang stalking? You'll have to look that up. Okay. It's hard to explain. Looking it up right now. But it's okay. way worse than regular stalking. How do you spot a Okay. It's called mobbing. There's unmistakable signs it's happening to you. Facts don't add up. You feel uncomfortable and don't know why. Everyone is suspiciously on the same page, trapped in a bubble. You notice regular small changes that everyone else ignores. Um, It's a version of gaslighting. And um, do you know what gaslighting is, by the way? No, but I feel even more paranoid worse. Romeo was just picking his nose. Oh, you don't know what you'll find up there. But anyway, uh, gaslighting. Uh-oh. Yeah, gaslighting is after a movie called Gaslight. And what happened is this guy wanted to make his wife feel nuts, like she was losing her mind. So he rented the next apartment next to their apartment and climbed up into the attic above them. And he would play with the when they had not electric lights, but gas lights in the ceiling. And he would just lightly turn down and up the gas lights in their apartment. And she and the idea was he wanted to make her feel like she was going nuts. And then every time he came home. Wait a minute. Yeah. And every time she he came home, he uh, it'd be a little late, and he'd just been out climbing in the roof and messing things up. And she'd go, "Oh, but the gas light doesn't look right." I mean, it's like people have been changing things. He'd go, "Oh, I don't see anything." That's gaslighting, which is like uh, kind of what gang stalking is, but not quite. It's messing with people's minds to sum up. This also reminds me of a story what you just said about gaslight. I'm sure Romeo's heard about it about the ghost light. What's the ghost light? Supposed to be like evil spirits in the sky following people at night in rural areas in the south. Mm. Well, that's what may be happening in Switzerland with CERN turning on their super collider and creating a little bit of black matter these days. Uh, Romeo, is that right? Yeah, and it happens more so during the sun. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Oh, and I don't know if y'all know this or not. The Euphrates is starting to run out of water. The big river in Egypt, I believe, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Romeo, no, really. That's where life's the Garden of Eden may have been, between the Tigris and Euphrates River. Yeah, and that's supposed to be in the Tigris. Be open. I'm sorry, Kentucky. Go ahead. Repeat. When when the Euphrates starts running dry, that's when the six veils supposed to be starting to open. You know, I love when women open their veils. That, that's that's very cool. Hey, Romeo, do you think I were to move to Louisville, Kentucky? Do what now? Do you think I were to move to Louisville, Kentucky? I don't know. Up to you. I think you ought to move to Switzerland and try try to stop CERN. That. Uh, uh, strange uh, group that started the internet and a bunch of other things. Get them to stop their particle collider from operating and bring Harley the bear. But too. I do, and I've even heard of this. You know, like mm-hmm. the web. Mm-hmm. 
I've heard of people doing live streams from the dark web and somehow getting them on the actual internet. The dark web, guys, is not... I'm putting like, it on it's just, YouTube. Yeah, it's just... I mean, the internet is just a bunch of interconnected computers to begin with. And the dark web is computers that are not directly all the time hooked up to the internet. That's it. And they usually... Romeo's, look, Romeo's looking like, what have I got myself into? Oh, he knows. He knows. My family came from a town in Arkansas called Hot... Hoxie. Which sounds like Foxy. Actually, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like, uh, remember that, uh, Romeo, that clip from um, the China Syndrome where they uh, were saying, uh, just waiting till the uh, uh, whatever uh, emergency system kicks in, they call it some acronym. It sounds like Hoxie or Foxy or Moxie. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what that term is. Let me see if I can clear power land emergency. I'm making some special type lemonade. Oh, okay, hold on. I got it. Lipsy. Low power coolant injection system. Lipsy. Oh, Lipsy. Yeah. Now, what were you saying? Can come. You want you want some lemonade? No, it's an energy drink. After you've spit it out. <laughs> well, you know, Scott, spitters are quitters and swallowers are followers in some women's point of view. And some so, guys' point of views too. Uh, unfortunately, at least we know Kentucky's a real man because he would be a spitter. And how do you? Hell yeah, I tried. Hey, I tried even hiding my dip once from my granddaddy by gutting it. Mm-hmm. He, he even told me, he "You can't hide." He said, "You can't hide the point for me that you're dipping and chewing." Because your smelled really bad later? <laughs> no, not that. Almost all of his brothers chewed. His daddy chewed. His grandpa chewed. Chew, chew. Chew, 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 chew. Chew, 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 chew. He had a brother. He had a brother that had 14 kids. Wow. Has that brother heard about birth control? <laughs> or an abortion? I mean, no, this was, this was before either one of those. But I'm glad you brought that up because that's why I was wanting to come up for last week. Oh, a week? It's taken you a week? Wow, that's kind of awkward. Well, my phone was freezing up last week, and that's why I didn't come up when he was talking about Roe versus Wade. Well, how do you feel about that? Do you think this... What Actually, let me ask you this. Does, did it surprise you that we've got such a liberal government, but yet the, the Supreme Court gives such a conservative decision? Does that surprise well, you at all? I'm very much against abortion, not because I was also raised in the church and raised, and raised conservative, but my daddy tried to get my mama to have an abortion. I'm sorry. So there for a little while when everybody was running their mouth, a lot of the younger people mm-hmm. talking bad about it, about mm-hmm. overturning it. Made me mad and sad. Mm. Well, Romeo, this has been an interesting show. Do you want to? Um, I'm going to have to bow in a bit, but uh, yeah, I'm probably going to bow here right about now because I'm my peepers are starting to shut here. But it was very informative and very organic, shall we say? There's a monster underneath your bed, Romeo. Again, that thing. <laughs> ah, that thing's been there. No, there's a real monster underneath your bed. Well. Dare try to come out. I got my nine. I've got some lead waiting for it. Great. All right. Spits that lead bullet. So Romeo, metal jacket. Yeah. So Romeo, uh, I'll be able to get this uh, feed off this later on, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna sign off, and it's been a pleasure, and I will see you guys later. All right.